Welcome to this week's Moonlight of the Muna Parshas Ve'era. This week's learning should be as chus for a full shlem for Chana Mashbas Vilcha Shmuel Shezam Ben Chavachav Menachem Mordechai Ben Afira and Lenishmas Heni Bas Chil Mechel and Ratza Bas Menachem Mendel. So the beginning of the parsha opens up really a continuation of the conversation that Moshe Rabbeinu was having with Hashem in, at the end of last week's parsha. In last week's parsha. Um, Hashem sends Moshe, as we, we know, Hashem sends, sends Moshe to Parai, and after Moshe comes to Parai, uh, Parai makes it life harder for the Jewish people. He takes away the straw, uh, and uh, he, makes them, he makes them do the same amount of work that they were doing before. And Moshe says at the end of the last week's parasha, they're hard psukim for us to hear. Uh, this is at the, the last few psukim of last week's parasha. Perik Hei, Pasach of Beis, Vayoshev Moshe Hashem. Moshe returns why did you make it worse for this people? Why did you send me? And since I came from the time I came to Parah, to speak in your name, he made it worse for the, for the people. And you have not saved your people. Now this sounds like a very strong statement that Moshe Rabbeinu is making. If the Torah didn't say it, we wouldn't, we wouldn't imagine that these words can come out of Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, mouth. It seems like Moshe Rabbeinu, who speaks to Hashem, Panam al Panam, he had the clearest Navu of any, anybody that ever lived, and he was an on of Me'oid, and he seems to be complaining against Hashem, saying that, why have you made it worse for the Jewish people? And Hashem responds to him, Hashem, You'll see what I'll do to Parakibiyach, because with a strong hand, I, I, I will send, he will send them, uh, uh, he'll send them out, Uviyel Chazaki Garsh, and with a strong hand, he'll drive them uh, from his land. And Rashi points out, this is at the, still at the end of last week's parsha, that when he says Atasira, you, uh, you, you'll see what what I will do. That he says he says that you you're questioning me, but Avram didn't didn't uh, question me because I said that Yitzchok. I told Avram that Yitzchok will be his. his that's where his his uh, generations will propagate from. And afterwards, I told him to bring him as an oila, and he never asked me any questions. Right? I told him that Yitzchok was going to be the continuation of his legacy and then I told him to kill to kill Yitzchak and he never and he never questioned me right so this that seems to be Hashem's response and then we get to this week's parasha we open this week's parasha in Perek Vav Pasuk Beis he says I am Hashem and Rashi tells us that this is a continuation of the conversation uh, of, of le- the, at the end of last week's parsha, and then it says, "Ve'era el Avram el Yitzchok ve'el Yaakov." I appeared to Avram to Yitzchok and Yaakov bekel Shakai with the name Kel Shakai u'shmi Hashem lenedatlim, and I didn't I didn't uh, make my name known my Kel Shakai name known to them. And Rashi says one of the most curious Rashi's uh, in Chumash that everybody asks about when 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 the pasuk says Ve'era el Avram el Yitzchok ve'el Yaakov that I appeared to Avram to Yitzchok Yaakov Rashi says Ela Avos to the fathers and the question that everybody asks on this Rashi is we, we know who Avram Yitzchok Yaakov were we just had we just finished the whole Sefer Bereishis we know who Avram Yitzchok Yaakov are if the pasuk tells me that Hashem said I appeared to Avram to Yitzchok and to Yaakov so I know that the, that's the Avos that's who we know that Avram Yitzchok Yaakov so what is Rashi adding by saying Ela Avos to the to the fathers. I saw a beautiful idea in the Sefer Divrei Yeshua. He explains this whole conversation between Hashem and Moshe very differently than the way we assumed. We assumed that Moshe's, Hashem tells Moshe, go to Parai, and I'm going to redeem the Jewish people. Moshe goes to Parai, and things get worse. And Moshe's saying, what's going on? You told me it's going to get better, and it got worse, right? As if Moshe is questioning Hashem's judgment. Says the Divrei Yeshua, he says, different, it's different. That's not what was going on over here. 
Moshe Rabbeinu Zemuna in Hashem was perfect. Moshe spoke to Hashem face self to face, like we mentioned. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that Hashem was was going to keep his promise. Moshe had no no question that Hashem was going to do exactly what he said. But what Moshe didn't understand, what Moshe had, was worried about, not that he didn't understand, Moshe was worried about was the temporary setback. He understood that Hashem has a plan, and Hashem said, "Go speak to Pare, and I'm going to redeem the Jewish people." But this temporary setback, and and he, Moshe understood that's part of Hashem's plan. But the temporary setback. Moshe was afraid was going to have a very negative consequence. And what that's going to be is uh, that Moshe says, "I my emuna is fine. I know perfectly. I have trust in you. And if you and if something looks bad, it's going to be good. And it's part of your plan. I have no problem with that. I know that. But I don't know if the Jewish people ha- have that. That's why Moshe says at the, in, in the pasuk that we quoted before for the end of last week's parsha, uh, Since I came to speak in your name, Hera la'am hazeh. You 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 did bad for this for the nation, right?" And in the Pasuk before that, he said, Why did you do evil to the people? He keeps mentioning the Am. Why is he mentioning the Am? Just say, you promised me that it was going to be good, and now it's and, and now it's bad. If, the, if Moshe was questioning Hashem's promise, then he would have just said, you promised me Geula, I don't see Geula. Why is he focusing on the Am? Because what Moshe was, was, was worried about, what Moshe was concerned about was that, uh, that, uh, that the Jewish people would fall from their amuna. That when Moshe first came to, to the Jewish people and told them what Hashem said, also back in last week's parish a little bit earlier, it says uh, in Perak Dalah, Pasuk Lamed Aleph, it says, Vayamin Ha'am, that, that the people believed. The people believed what Moshe was saying. Vayishmu, uh, and they heard, uh, which we discussed a little about last week, Kipokat Hashem is Yisrael, that Hashem remembered the Jewish people, his children. V'chiroas Anyam, and uh, he saw their affliction, Vayiktu Bishdachu, and they bowed their heads and they, pr- and they prostrated themselves. That, the Jew- that when they heard Moshe's news, that they were very excited. They were very excited and they believed they had great emuna. And then what happens? Then Parah makes things worse. And when the Jewish taskmasters or the Jewish captains, they come to complain to the Egyptians, they say, oh, you're lazy. You want to go, you want to go serve Hashem. It's no good. And then what happens after they come out of the, out of speaking to the Egyptian officers, it says in Parakei Pasachof, they meet Moshe and Aaron, who are standing opposite them. They say to them, Hashem Hashem uh, Hashem should look on you and judge because you made uh, you made our scent. I'm sorry, you 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 made our scent disgusting. In, in the eyes of Pyre, in the eyes of his servants, you gave them a, a, a sword to murder them. So Moshe is saying, look what happened when I first came and I gave this news that Hashem is going to redeem the Jewish people. They were excited. They believed. They had a muna. They felt that their tefilos were all the years that they had been davening to Hashem for Geula. Everything everything was coming true. And then they see it gets worse, and and they turn around. And now they're upset at us, and they say you made things worse. They're losing their amuna. Says Moshe Tashem, Lama Heroisa, Why did you make it worse? They were in such a good place of amuna, and and from the minute you you I came to speak to Parai, Heira you made it worse. It's it's too much of a pause for them. They don't have such a strong amuna, or I'm worried that this is going to ruin their amuna. The Jewish people were standing in a great place. Chazal tell us that the only reason they were redeemed from from Mitzrayim was because of the amuna that they had. Moshe says, now we're gonna we're gonna ruin their amuna. 
emunah. They had such strong emunah. They believed when I told them that Hashem is going to save them, they believed and they stood up and they were, they were excited. And now you, you gave them a setback. So I understand there's some plan and I, my emunah is not affected, but the Jewish people's emunah is going to be destroyed. That was Moshe's complaint, Hashem. I'm not questioning you, Hashem. I'm not questioning you whether you're going to keep your word. Of course I know you're going to keep your word. But the people are not on that same level. They, didn't, they haven't spoken to you face to face. They didn't see the, 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 the burning bush. They don't know the, what, what, what's, going, what's going to happen. And, and now we, had, we were in such a good place of Amuna. The Jewish people's Amuna was so solid. And now we, we, risk, we risk losing that. That was mo, what Moshe's concern was. I want to hold on to, how do, how do I, get them, how do I ke, get them to hold on to their Amuna when they see such a setback after such a beautiful promise after so many years of Gullus? And that's what Hashem responds to him in this week's Parsha. Hashem resp- re- 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 responds to Moshe Rabbeinu at the beginning of this week's parsha. Don't be afraid that the Jewish people are going to fall from their from their emuna. That's why Hashem says, "Va'era el Avram el Yitzchak ve'el Yaakov." I appeared to Avram to Yitzchak and to Yaakov. But it's not just that I appeared to three tzaddikim who had a high level of emuna, right? You can argue that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were on a high level like you, like you, Moshe. I spoke to them. They had a high level of emuna that they they they, they knew that everything I was going to say was going to be true. But but it wasn't just Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, and that's what Rashi adds El Ha'avos to the fathers. What Rashi is saying, well, first the Rashi last week says that when I told Avram that I'm going to make him into a nation through Yitzchak, and I told him to kill him, he didn't ask after me, right? He didn't he didn't question my judgment. You know why he didn't question my, my argument? That's what Rashi's telling us in this week, because he's, these are the Avos. The, these are not just three tzaddikim who had great emuna. These were three tzaddikim who were the Avos. So these are the forefathers of the Jewish people. And they embedded this sense of emuna. That that I mentioned last week, Rashi says that 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 I mentioned, which Hashem was telling Moshe, that Avram Avinu never questioned me, that wasn't just some unique thing about Avram Avinu, that Avram Avinu was on a high madrega, on a high level, and therefore he didn't question me. He was one of the Avos. That's what Rashi points out. Avram el Yitzchak el Yaakov. These were the Avos. This wasn't just three great people who had a high level of Muna. These were three great people who had a high level of Muna and embedded it in their children. It became part of the DNA of the Jewish people. These are the Avos of Bnei Yisrael, and we know that. And, and they and they gave this as Yerusha to their children, and therefore says Hashem. Even if there's a setback, and even if they're complaining to you and they're saying you uh, Hashem should judge you, it's gonna it, you, you made it worse for us. It'll never shake their amuna. It's part of the it's part of the DNA. It's part of it's embedded in the makeup of every single Jew. This amuna. We may have setbacks. We have may have moments of confusion. We may have moments that 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 we, we don't we don't feel it, and it feels like it, it we're lost. But know this, Maisha, you're gonna become the leader of the Jewish people. What you have to know is that this va'era el Avram. This that I appeared to Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. This that they never questioned me, even when things seem to be contradictory. Know that that is in the people you're about to lead out of Mitzrayim. There's never going to be a question of Amuna. There's going to be setbacks, and we're going to have issues. And we know that the Jewish people tested Hashem in the midbar many times, but. Emuna, that I'm here and I'm and I'm orchestrating things, that is embedded deep in the Jewish people. So when we have setbacks, we, we have things, right? But it's very different if you, Moshe, are going to be the leader of the Jewish people. If you think they could lose their Emuna, that's a problem. If you recognize that they have that Emuna, okay, we have to deal with it sometimes. Sometimes we have to bring that Emuna to the forefront. We have to bring that out. We have to, we have to nurture it. But know that it's always there. And if you know that it's always there, then you know who you're dealing with. Then you know that it's the Bnei Yisrael and they are the children of Aram. Yitzhak Yaakov, and they will never fully doubt me. They may have 
moments of confusion, they may have setbacks, but they'll never fully doubt me. They'll always have that amuna. And therefore, when I make when I when I set up the world this way and Pari seems to make it harder, there's a reason, and they know that deep down. And they're never ultimately going to question me. They're always going to come back to me and they're always going to have that amuna. And that amuna is what bring is what brought about the Golas, as Chazal said, and what's going to bring out the future Golas. And you see that. You see that in the current situation in Israel. You see the level of amuna that's that's been bursting forth from places we never expected it before, or we've never seen it before. Right? Jews who maybe had no shaykhs to, to, to Amuna. all of a sudden there's an Amuna, there's a faith, there's a, there's a love of other Jews, a love of Hashem, and, and, and a single-mindedness in Eretz Yisrael. There's a, there's, there's a faith that we haven't seen before. That's the Amuna that Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, the Avais that Rashi points out, that's, the, uh, that's what the Amuna that they, that they embedded in us, that they made a part of our DNA. And I'll just add that in Pasuk Hay, at the beginning of the parasha, it says, Gamani shamati nakas Yisrael. Hashem says to Moshe that I also, I have heard the groans of the, of the Jewish people. Uh, uh, that the Egyptians were enslaving them. And I remembered my covenant. Again, again, uh, Harking back to the Ovis. I remembered the promise I made to the Ovis. But the, uh, the Satmar Rebbe, Rebbe Yael, said on, on this, he said that, you know, we, there's a famous question that we always ask. If all the tzaddikim of all the generations daven so hard for Mashiach, and they davened and, and they cried, and they, and they were much greater than us, and it didn't work, it, didn't, it doesn't, looks like it didn't work, so, so how are we supposed to bring Mashiach, right? This is a famous question everybody always asks. He says, this is what Hashem is answering in that Pesach. I heard all the groans. You know, right now when Hashem is saying, I'm taking, my, I'm taking you out of the Mitzrayim, there were many Jews who had cried for many years who were no longer with us. The, Hashem is saying, I heard those groans also. I heard those cries. For whatever reason, it wasn't the time yet. I couldn't bring the Geula yet because there were still things that had to be worked out. And you don't understand my plans. But don't think for one second that I ignored one of those. I, that I ignored a single one of those cries. Every one of those cries leads to the ultimate redemption. And therefore, we need to know in our times and with the difficulties that we're going through, that our tefillahs could be the ones to bring to bring the final redemption. It's not that our tefillahs have to do the whole thing. All of those tefillahs of our ancestors for the last 2,000 years, davening for Mashiach, davening for Gula, is, is, is all cumul, cumulative. It's all, it, Hashem has all of that in front of Him, just waiting for the right time when everything is, is, when everything is set just so for the, for the Gula to come. I heard every one of those tefillahs. I, 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 heard, I saw every one of those tears and I'm holding on to them until the right time comes until those final tefillahs that'll push us over the edge. So it's not that we have to think that, oh, if, 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 if Rav Moshe Feinstein couldn't bring Mashiach, how am I going to? Rav Moshe Feinstein did help bring Mashiach. We, we're going to add our little part. He may have done a bigger part. The Chavetz Chaim, the Vilna Gain, the Baal Shem Tov, all the tzaddikim of the, of, of the years, all the Tanoim and Amaroim, all of them did their part and Hashem is holding on to that to so the right moment arrives when everything is the way it's supposed to be for the gula. But we should never think that it's wasted and neither are our little tears because our little tears could be the ones that get us to that final spot of what we need. And that's why Hashem says, I remember my covenants that at the moment that I remember the bris, the time comes for the, for the gula. So then everything will become clear and you'll see how all of those things, all of those tefillahs, all of those tears brought about exactly what we needed to be at the, at the moment that we needed to be. 
And that's why he makes the diuk that the Pasuk says, Ve'eskar is breezing, and I will remember my bris. Right? If Hashem's talking to Moshe, and he's talking about the gula, he should say, I remembered the bris. Hashem says, at the exact moment that the Jews are supposed to leave, that I will remember the bris. And the same is true for us today in 2024, the, with, with what's going on in the world. All of those tefillahs that we've said, and that every Jew has said for the last thousands of years, and every tear that was shed is all waiting in front of Hashem for the right exact moment. And our tefillahs, we continue to to storm Shemayim, to continue to daven, to continue to say Tillim, to continue to do chesed, to continue to learn Torah, all of that will push to the exact moment when Hashem says, Ve'eskar is brisi, and I will remember, I will remember the, the, uh, the, the, the bris that I made to, to redeem the Jewish people, and then Hashem goes on to the different Lashanis of Geula, that's exactly what leads us to there, so we always have to remember that, and never to become discouraged and think that everything was wasted, nothing was wasted, every tefillah, every tear is being saved for the right exact moment, and all of that is going going to push us to the ultimate gula. May we see it very quickly, very speedily in our days. It should happen immediately. I wish you all a great Shabbos.